Today's episode is sponsored by Adam and Eve. You know, I read so many stories about cheating partners and unhappy marriages. Maybe people wouldn't be in such unhappy relationships if they spent more time nurturing their love life. That's why you should check out today's sponsor, Adam and Eve. They've got toys for men, toys for women, and toys for... How should I put this? Well, it's not exactly r slash am I the butthole. More like r slash I'm in the butthole. And yeah, I realize that ordering adult toys can be a little scary because you may be concerned about privacy. Don't worry, Adam and Eve offers discreet and free shipping for your package. Trust me, these people are experts in your package. You can get 50% off on just about any item, along with free shipping and rush processing. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy or anything you desire. Then enter code R slash at checkout. That's R slash R S L A S H at adamandeve.com. This is an exclusive offer specific to this podcast, so be sure to use code R slash to get your discount, plus 100% free shipping, and get it fast with rush processing. Use code R slash. Welcome to R slash Am I the Butthole, where OP's brother gets engaged to OP's bully. Am I the butthole for exposing my future sister-in-law for bullying me in high school at a family event? In high school, I used to be friends with this girl, Annika. We were close until junior year when I discovered that she had been spreading false rumors about me. However, even after I stopped being friends with her, she continued to make up lies about me and made my life hell right up until we graduated. We went to different universities and I'm in my mid-twenties now. My older brother, Carter, went to the same university as Annika. Recently, he announced that he had gotten engaged to his girlfriend. Our family was happy for him, but we were surprised at the same time since we didn't know that he was dating anyone. He said that he would introduce her at an upcoming family party. The party rolled around, and guess who walked in the door with Carter? Annika. I honestly thought that I was hallucinating, and I felt sick seeing her again. Carter left Annika with some relatives, then came over to me and asked to talk. We went to another room, and Carter explained that he had met Annika at a party and didn't recognize her, but it was love at first sight. But after he found out her full name, he realized that it was the same Annika who spread lies about me. He confronted her, and she claimed to not remember me or anything she did. He let it go because he really liked her. He then pleaded with me to be nice to her since she didn't remember what she'd done, and she was a good person. I just told him that I needed a moment to myself to process everything. When I eventually went back to the party, I decided that I would ignore her. I didn't say anything rude, I just didn't talk to her or even acknowledge her. She didn't talk to me or acknowledge me either. But when we sat down to eat, all hell broke loose. One of my aunts asked me how I felt about my brother getting married. I tried changing the subject, but she kept pressing, so eventually I snapped and said something like, I actually don't feel great about it, considering his future wife bullied me and never apologized. Everyone turned to look at Annika. She just started crying and ran out of the room. Carter went after her and they left early. The rest of the night was chaotic because everyone was asking me what happened, and I told them. Later, Carter called me and said that I was a horrible person for embarrassing Annika in front of the whole family, and I was being petty over high school drama. He demanded I apologize to her. I refused and said that he was the awful one for blindsiding me with this, and that if she never bothered to reach out and apologize for what she did while they were dating, I wasn't going to let it go now that they were engaged. 
He kept insisting that she didn't remember, and she can't apologize for something she doesn't remember, but I think that's BS. I ended up hanging up on him. The way I see it, I was asked a direct question and provided a direct answer. Also, I don't think that I have any obligation to cover for her when she made my life hell, especially when she's obviously lying about not remembering. Am I the butthole? Annika and your brother keep saying that she doesn't remember as if that's some kind of excuse. And just like, the really obvious answer is, but that's not an excuse because if you commit a crime or do something wrong and you don't remember it, that doesn't excuse you. But even if she's not lying, even though she's obviously lying, even if she did forget, doesn't that kind of make it worse? Doesn't that indicate that she's such a psychopath that she could manipulate someone and ruin their life and then just forget about it? This woman spent years of her high school life trying to destroy her friend's life and just, oh, I don't remember that. What other horrible things could she do to someone and then just forget about it? Honestly, it's kind of a moot point because she's lying. She's obviously lying. It's just I kind of wanted to point out that her excuse doesn't even make sense. You know, if she's a good person and she doesn't remember, then just apologize for the thing that you don't remember. You know, is your marriage to the man that you love worth your pride here? Just just suck it up and apologize. I honestly can't decide who's worse here, OP. Is it Annika for lying and manipulating you for years? Or is it your brother for knowingly dating your bully and then blindsiding you at a family event with her? I think it's probably the brother, right? Yeah, I think I'll give Annika 3.5 out of 5 buttholes, and I'll give your brother 4 out of 5 buttholes. Am I the butthole for telling people not to eat the food at my sister's wedding? Me and my husband got married 8 months ago. We had a big wedding with lots of food and drinks and people. I knew that we would likely have leftovers, so I had arranged for them to be donated to the soup kitchen that we sometimes work with. However, my mom went behind my back and took most of it with her. I didn't really know what happened to the food. Until now. My sister Callie, who's 30, got married over the long weekend. She didn't want to mess with any of the planning, and knowing how my mom was during my wedding, decided to let our mom take over the whole thing. All we had to do was just show up where we were told and party. The ceremony was beautiful, but when the buffet was revealed, I noticed something odd. The food looked eerily familiar, like identical to what I had for my wedding, except a little more dried out and sad. I found an opening and went to ask my mom about it, where she happily told me that she saved a fortune by unfreezing the food from my wedding to serve to the guests now? I was horrified and immediately voiced my concerns about safety. She got upset and said that I was acting like a snob and should be happy the food wasn't going to waste. I argued that it was never going to be wasted, but she wouldn't hear it. I didn't want to make a scene, but I was worried about people getting sick, so I snuck off to see my sister. She was horribly embarrassed. She mentioned that mom said something about saving money, but didn't question it because she didn't want to foot the bill like I had. She told me not to eat the food and thanked me for the warning. From there, my husband and I discreetly started telling some of the guests to be wary about the food, and the rest of the night was fine. My mom caught some flack for being cheap, but I've also been catching heat. Some of our relatives have been saying that I intentionally made my family look bad, and that the food was fine because it was frozen and then defrosted before the wedding. They said that no one would have known if I didn't make a stink over it. I don't know if I did anything wrong. I could use some help, and I would like to know if I should apologize. Am I the butthole? Okay, hold on. 
This is so much worse than food that's been frozen for eight months. This is food that was cooked, then sat for who knows how long in a catering truck, then sat for who knows how long in a buffet table, then sat for who knows how long in your mom's car, then frozen for eight months, then defrosted for who knows how long until it finally made it to the buffet table. There is no way, no way on earth that food is sanitary. Some of it, yeah, I'm not saying it's all, you know, a heaping pile of garbage. Some of it I'm sure is edible, but is every dish on the menu safe to eat, especially the meat? I highly doubt it. OP, I say your mother is cheap. Cheap and gross. OP, I'm giving you 0 out of 5 buttholes. I'm giving your mom, I think, 2 out of 5 buttholes. I don't think she's being mean. She's just so dumb and clueless that she's endangering people with unsafe food. Today's episode is sponsored by ZocDoc. Life is full of compromise, but there's one thing in life that you should never compromise on, your own health. That's why I like to use ZocDoc to find the best doctors for me. That's how I found my personal doctor, as well as the pediatrician for my little girl. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you, and instantly book appointments with them online. Once you find the doctor you want, you can book them immediately. No more awkwardly waiting on hold with a receptionist. My favorite thing is that you can see doctor reviews. I mean, who wants to go to a doctor who makes you sit alone in a room for an hour and then rushes out after barely speaking to you? I love using ZocDoc because, to be honest, it's easy and I'm lazy. Go to ZocDoc.com RS and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash R-S. ZocDoc.com slash R-S. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done. Am I the butthole for reporting my friend to his work and getting him fired because he refused to give my books back? I'm a 27-year-old woman, and I recently had some friends over at my house for my birthday. I have a book collection with some signed books by relatively famous authors. They're not behind a locked shelf or anything, but they are in my room. After they left, I noticed that a few of my books were gone, and someone mentioned that Jay, a 28-year-old guy, claimed that I let him borrow the books. I called Jay and yelled at him about lying and stealing my books. He tried to explain that he was taking them to his work, a bookstore, to get them officially appraised, and it was supposed to be a surprise gift. I chewed him off and asked him how that's considered a gift, and I wanted the books back. He refused! I told him that I'd be calling the cops on his work if he doesn't, and he still refused to bring them back. I immediately called the cops to file a police report and waited until the morning to call his work. I gave them all the details, including the case number, and said that I'd be coming with an officer to get my books back from Jay that day. His work cooperated with me and promptly fired Jay after I got my books back. Jay claims that I went too far over a few books and demands that I give him money until he finds another job? What? Yo, let's be super duper clear, OP. This guy's not your friend, he's just a thief. He stole your books because he wants to see if they're worth money and then sell them on the side. That's it. A secret surprise appraisal? What? 
Yeah, this guy's yeah, he's just a thief. He's a thief who got caught, and now he's mad that he got caught like most thieves are, and now he's trying to scam more money out of you. Why? Because he's a thief! Man, what kind of, <laughs> what kind of person steals from someone and then is like, oh shoot, you caught me. Hey, could you spot me some money considering stealing from you didn't work? Can I have money anyway? Because, you know, I like money. Man, what a doofus. Opie, you get zero out of five buttholes. This post is easy. I'm giving the thief, I don't know, three out of five buttholes, I guess. Am I the butthole for recording my uncle's drink request? My uncle thinks it's funny to get me to run back and forth between the pool and the kitchen getting him drinks. He'll say that he wants a Coke, then claim that he asked for a beer, then ask where his Coke is. He usually blames it on us damn millennials always being on our phone and not paying attention. For whatever reason, my parents don't tell him to piss off. It started getting old a long time ago, and I usually dealt with it by making myself scarce when he's over. He was visiting over Memorial Day, and he caught me. He asked for a Coke, so I brought him a Coke. Then he said that he asked for a beer. So I pulled out my phone and played the video that I'd recorded of him asking for a Coke. Like most of us damn millennials, I was on my phone when he asked, and I knew that this was coming, so I recorded his request. He asked me for a beer because that's what he really wanted, so I told him I'd be happy to get him a beer after he finished his coke because unlike his boomer generation, I don't waste stuff for the fun of it. He got huffy because he was just joking around. The next time he asked me for a drink, my phone was in my pocket. So I pulled out my phone and said, I don't remember what you asked. Could you please repeat yourself? He said that he would just get his own drinks. I told him that was a great idea. My parents think that I was a jerk being rude to my guest and my elder. I think that I was just making sure that he got what he asked for. Am I the butthole? <laughs> what? OP clarifies that the uncle is a millennial and OP is Gen Z. Yo, OP, your uncle's a doofus. He's an, he's an idiot. He's a moron. Man, it frustrates me when their own logic doesn't even work out. He got huffy because he was just joking around, but clearly you were joking around too. So, like, follow your own advice, dude. OP turned the joke back on you in a really funny, clever way. And you're like, oh, I was just making a joke. Okay, well, OP was making a joke too, so what's the issue, dude? OP, here's what I don't understand. Why get this guy any drink? Why get him a Coke? Why get him a beer? Why get him anything? Whatever, man. Your uncle's a jerk. Your parents are jerks. OP, you get 0 out of 5 buttholes. I'm giving everyone else 1.5 out of 5 buttholes. Am I the butthole for telling my sister why I'm acting cold during family dinner that was thrown in my honor after she made it about herself? I'm a 25-year-old woman, and I'm the middle child in our family of three siblings, Allison, who's 28, and Jake, who's 22. Sadly, I'm the stereotypical unseen middle child, while Allison is the golden daughter. She literally can't do anything wrong based on my parents' opinion. I opened up a new bakery in our town. My mom invites the whole family for dinner once in a while, and this time, she said the dinner was in my honor to celebrate my new job, which was sweet, and I was pleasantly surprised. Allison lives in a different city. When she came home for dinner, she wasn't alone. She had her girlfriend, Elizabeth, with her. Now, Allison is a playgirl who uses her law degree to get laid, even on my friends back in the day, but she never brought her girlfriends home. She did this time, and everyone's attention was on her. Throughout the whole dinner, there was only one mention of my bakery. Ironically, it was from Elizabeth. 
The rest of the time was spent getting to know Elizabeth, her job, interest, how she met Allison, etc. It also didn't help that she was a psychiatrist and everyone had questions. I was beyond pissed. My sister could have brought her girlfriend home at any other time, but chose this one time that our parents decided to acknowledge me. So, I was cold throughout the dinner. Not that anyone really cared. At the end of the night, Allison asked me why I was sulking. I told her the truth and said that she managed to make this about herself as well. That she couldn't live if the spotlight wasn't on her. She told me I should be happy for her because she's fallen in love and is extremely happy with her girlfriend and wanted her to be part of the celebration. But she knew exactly what bringing a girlfriend would do to the dinner. I told her that she could have done it literally any other night. Right now, we're still pretty distant. Am I the butthole here? Am I overreacting? Yeah, I think everyone is the butthole here except for OP and Elizabeth, who was actually nice enough to ask you about your bakery. I can't really blame her necessarily for letting everyone else talk to her because she's the guest, so she doesn't really know the dynamic, and it's kind of rude to not answer questions, so I think she was doing her best. OP, you and Elizabeth get 0 out of 5 buttholes. I'm sorry this happened to you. Your family sounds pretty toxic. I'm giving the rest of your family 2 out of 5 buttholes. Am I the butthole for getting high so my relatives don't try to pawn their kids off on me? I live in British Columbia, and my family often hosts at our home because we live on a lake. However, I seem to always get roped into watching the kids, which means I don't get to enjoy my life whenever we have guests. My husband will drink beer with his brother, my dad, mother-in-law, and sister-in-law will go on winery visits, and I end up at the house responsible for my nieces and nephews. So, last weekend, I made sure that I was high as a kite when they showed up. My husband and his brother had to watch the kids because I was in no condition. Their mom is pissed at me because she trusts me to make better choices. I told her that my free time is valuable and I wasn't free childcare. My husband already had a few beers, so his brother had to stay sober. Poor baby. My husband thinks that I should have tried talking to them again for the 50th time instead of getting high. I think they know better than to not ask me if I even want to watch their kids. OP, not only is the rest of your family a butthole for shoving off the kids to you, but your husband is also a butthole for not having your back. He didn't support your act of defiance, which is bad enough as it is. But on top of that, visit after visit after visit, your husband abandons you so he can hang out with his friend while you're stuck on babysitting duty? OP, your family sucks. Your husband sucks. Your parents suck. Your in-laws suck. They all suck. I'm on your side, OP. Zero out of five buttholes. I'm giving your in-laws 1.5 out of 5 buttholes, and I'm giving your husband 2.5 out of 5 buttholes. Let's also point out that you're not blood-related to these nieces and nephews. They're your brother's blood-related nieces and nephews. And, you know, I'm not saying you can't value non-blood nieces and nephews. I'm just saying your brother should naturally be the one who's motivated to care for them. But he's not. He just wants to drink beer and hang out with his brother. Yeah, your husband, your husband sucks, OP. He really does. That was r slash am I the butthole. And if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.